Hey, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to Life Mastery Decoded for Women and Women Entrepreneurs, where I help you decode the struggles in your life in the areas of health, wealth, and relationships with mind mastery and meditation tools and techniques so that you can live the life that you're proud of. Welcome to today's podcast. Hey ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I'm hoping to find you laughing joyfully. If you're not laughing joyfully, then it is my intention that in today's episode, I give you one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. Today we're going to talk about joy. And, and it's really interesting, a lot of, a lot of people that you know, I, we were at an expo this weekend, this past weekend in Kalamazoo, and I did quite a few coachings and energy healings, and we were talking about joy. And I would say probably half of them, when I said to pick like an emotion that you want to feel, it was either peace or joy. And I just, and the theme has been running pretty rampant in my life lately. And I remember telling Amy, this was a couple months ago, I remember waking up and feeling really heavy, like really, like almost sad. And I equated it to depression. Like I just kind of wanted to stay in bed and I couldn't tell if I was tired, if I really needed more sleep or if there was something missing. And once, you know, I did a meditation and I took the dogs for a walk and I asked for guidance and I said, can you please tell me what's missing? Like what, like what am I feeling? And it was depression. And, but the depression, and I, had, and I asked what is, you know, what's, the, what's causing it? And it was lack of joy. And how I interpreted that message was, obviously it makes sense, right? If you're feeling depressed, it's a lack of joy. I mean, it makes sense. But what made further sense is that I was resistant to it. So I noticed a couple of things in my own life that have surfaced several times over the course of you know these past 10 or 12 years and it's really it's sad to me to even admit this but i'm wondering if me admitting this will help you in case you're feeling the same way so amy moved in and the boys were really little and bob already lived here i mean of course he was he was already home or he was, you know, already here, and I adopted him. Like, they moved in in um, March of 2012, and I adopted Bob May of 2012. And, um, and Amy was a part of that process. And she moved in with two little boys, a just three-year-old, like Cameron just turned three, and Brandon was, I believe, five going on six, or six going on seven. And... Either way, it was, um, and Brandon has autism, and he was very, uh, I, I would say he was hyper, but he had a lot of energy, um, especially when there was big open spaces and or a lot of chaos around. He would definitely reflect the energy in the room. And Cameron was very lost in a way that needed a lot of physical attention. Like he always wanted hugs and kisses. And it was very hard for me in the beginning that I felt like I wanted nothing more than for them to move in. And I could feel in my quiet space, I could feel this, this desire to create this family. 
And I could see myself being this role. Like I've worked with kids my entire life. I've worked with special needs kids. None of that I was afraid of. But what it came down to is that I was afraid of giving my happiness away. That's what, that's what my belief was. And so I noticed that once they moved in and things were tough, just, you know, making the house kid friendly and kind of getting used to things. And my house is very small and just kind of building this routine. And if you have kids or if you're a step parent and you've all of a sudden are lunged into a household with kids, you probably know what I'm talking about. Or even if you just have kids, that they just bring a lot of sometimes chaos, right? And they also bring a lot of emotional situations with them that trigger your emotional responses. You know, they test your patience and they test, they push your limits, right? And I noticed that, in, and I would play with Cameron, I would try to play with Brandon, and Brandon loves playing by himself, and, but we would, you know, bring him out in the living room and try to engage with him a little bit. And, and uh, you know, as part of socializing him to this, you know, to this brand new family unit. And Cameron quickly became like attached to me, quite attached to me. And I played with him and I played with him and I just loved hanging out with him. And, and um, but I noticed that there were times where I became very serious. And when I was raising him or helping, obviously helping to raise him, that I moved quickly into this serious, I'm using air quotes, serious parental role. And, but in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to do that. But there's a space where, gosh, you just don't want to do this because you don't want them to take advantage and you don't want to do this because you're not their friend, you're a parent, but yet I want to establish this relationship. And now speed forward and it's been nine years, over nine years of us all living together. And, um, and there's parts that I just love and there's parts that are really challenging. And uh, I realize that joy is what's missing, but it's not the external that is taking my joy. It is me deciding that I don't want to show my joy. So if you look at yourself and you recognize that you have all of your emotions, all of the emotions, and there's a, you know, a million of them and different varieties and variations, but you have all of your emotions in your body. You can pull up any emotion you want to pull up at any given time and, and experience that emotion. Happiness, joy, sadness, grief, anger, frustration, overwhelm, friendship, love, all of them, passion, all of them. I can do anything with my mind. I can picture, I can visualize, I can conjure up a memory that creates that emotion. And just this past, I don't know, a couple of weeks, there's been two things that are coming up in my, in my life that are messages that I'm recognizing, that I'm, I'm gravitating. You know, I got a couple of new books and I got some these oracle cards and I've been doing some readings for myself. And the same two messages are coming up and that is to surrender and that is to allow joy. And I'm asking you if there is time in your life that you are pushing, pulling, forcing, or somehow trying to make something happen 
and it's just not working. Because I know that when I do that, that it, it never works. It doesn't, it never works. <laughs> it's kind of like, I use the analogy this weekend when I was talking to some lady about creating peace in her life. And she just says, I just, I just keep trying. I'm trying to make my husband do, you know, what I want him to do. That's going to make up for a peaceful household. Or I'm trying to, you know, tell my, you know, teenage son to do this and that. Well, what that is, and this is my analogy is trying to smooth water by waving your hand in it back and forth. Well, if you even think about that, it's quite funny. You can't smooth water by pushing your hand all over it. All that does is create what? It creates waves. And the more you move, uh, move around to try to smooth water, the worse it gets and the bigger the mess you make. And that is so true that in the physical world, the more that I try to push and pull and force, that the bigger the mess I make. And that's the part of surrendering. That is the part of letting go, like stop kinking the hose. And if you've listened to my podcast, I talk about kinking the hose. You have the garden spigot over there with water. You have the hose connected and it's pointing towards your garden. And the water is life force energy moving through you, trying to bring balance to your garden and create this beautiful, wonderful garden to experience. And the hose is your physical body. You could even equate it to your energy body or your chakras even. And this life force energy is continuing to try to flow through you. But if you're standing there kinking, your, kinking the hose, that water's not getting anywhere and your garden is starting to dry up. And you're starting to notice that your garden feels brittle and terrible or smelly. And what we're trying to do is learn how to straighten the hose, point it to where we want it to go, and to clean up any stuck crap that gets stuck inside the hose. Whether it's dirt or spider webs or dead leaves or whatever, that all of that equates to us pushing, pulling, forcing. And the more you push, pull, and force, the worse it gets. And so let's talk about a couple of these things. So if that is currently happening in your life, if you are pushing, pulling, forcing, what can you do instead? What does surrender look like to you? How does one surrender? Well, I talked about a few podcasts ago about being open. And I'm currently reading a book that is phenomenal about surrendering. It's phenomenal. And I'm learning a lot and I'm hardly even through like the first chapter. I think I just maybe just finished the first chapter just yesterday or last night. And so if you are first feeling that you are pushing and pulling, it's just like you get in the, the river. Do you go upstream or downstream? We go downstream, right? The water's flowing down. If you get in and go upstream, it creates a lot of resistance. And if you are feeling that resistance, one of the things that you can do is to first recognize that you're doing it. You're pushing against. You don't even have to, it's not even recognizing words. It's just an emotion. It's just like getting in the river and walking upstream or getting in your inner tube and trying to paddle upstream. It's really, really hard. So you feel it in your body and you feel it energetically. This is really hard. Like I'm putting in a lot of effort. I'm efforting. And if you are efforting, 
then you are forcing. And if you're forcing, then you're not surrendering. If you, if you get in the stream and you have to start paddling like a freak to start moving, as soon as you let go, do you not start going? As soon as you stop pushing the water and waving your arms around, doesn't the water immediately calm down? It does. And that's what we, we, I suggest that you begin to do in your own life. If you are feeling that you are forcing to just let go. Now, this does not mean give up. This, and it's sometimes the word surrender, like I surrender, I'm not going to fight against you anymore. But the word surrender is basically stop the fight. To stop fighting, to stop forcing, stop pushing. It doesn't mean give up. So in my business, I've been listening to this other lady who lives in Australia. I think I've mentioned her a couple of times. And she's talking about creating a business that is easy and filled with joy. And I've been just sucking in these podcasts like crazy. And I wish that the lady would hurry up and write a book so I could read it. <laughs> and, uh, and she's amazing. And she, she talks about the things in her business that are creating force. And if you're in business, you know these, these next few sentences. You know, you have to have a huge email list and you have to be on Facebook all day long or, or some form of social media and you have to respond and you have to be there and you have to be available 24-7. Well, that doesn't create any freedom. You might be making money, but you don't have any freedom. And I, my job, my goal, my mission is to create a community of women that support one another on their spiritual journey, on her spiritual journey. Because we don't have enough communities around here in this, in this area and people are going through crap and they're doing it a lot on their own and it's, it's hard. And I want these women to share their stories to be able to help one another and I only have my story. And, but if I'm pushing and pulling on my business, if I'm doing things that don't feel right, I'm putting the energy out there of desperation or force or, or pushing and pulling and that doesn't create this peaceful environment. It creates chaos. And it creates anxiety in me that I have to sit in front of this computer all day long, pushing and pulling and forcing and trying to get things to go. And you hear out in the marketing world, well, you just need a big email list and you have to email them all the time. And you just need, you know, this big group with a lot of people and you have to go out there and make ad or, you know, put Facebook ads out there and, and do all this stuff. And I'm like, all of that stuff and dealing with that technology makes me want to vomit. And I just don't want to do it. Well, that's forcing. That is not the path for me. And what this lady is saying is trying to find the path that fits for you. You ever heard of travel the path of least resistance? It's like you can make your own path if you want to, if that's what you're born to do. And I feel like I am born somehow a little bit to be able to do that. But making my own path doesn't mean I'm following in someone else's footsteps. It means that I'm following in my footsteps from where I've traveled before. My spirit has already gone through the stage. I just need to pay attention, quiet my mind, and listen to my intuition as it pulls me forward. I have to get into the river and surrender. And a way to do that is to, I am open. I am open to experiencing this day with joy. Or I'm open to looking for joyful um, experiences. Any, any of those words, even just saying, I am open. I use my mala beads often and I love to use the words release. 
And I can start with maybe the first, you know, eight, 10, 12 beads, and I just say release. And, you know, release the anxiety, release the depression, release the anger, release the overwhelm. And, and I just keep going, and I just keep going. Sometimes I repeat them, and I keep going, keep going, keep going. And then when I get to about the last 10 or 15 beads, I'm like, thank you for releasing my anger, thank you. And it doesn't mean that I'm never going to be angry again, but it brings me up a level where I just feel better. And I think starting out with knowing your emotional state, knowing that you're forcing, allows you to recognize it and then pick a different angle to look at. Choose a different thought that feels better. And it's, it can be hard. It certainly can be hard if you've launched quickly into a very strong emotion like anger. It's very hard, but somewhere in there you're going to recognize. And what you could do is stop immediately and, and punch that, really. Like, I just want to say, like, really interrupt that thought. Like, really just punch that thought and just say, no, you know, I'm not dealing with this. I, I don't want to feel angry right now. You know, I need to take a breath or I don't want to feel anxiety. So I'm going to release this anxiety and I'm open to feeling peace. And that can really interrupt your thought patterns when it comes to these tough emotions and these beliefs that you have about yourself or your job or your partner or your kids. That it wasn't, the, you know, as Amy and I would talk about it, going back to my, my story in the beginning, is it was not the boys. It was not the boys. And, you know, you always hear like at the end of a breakup where the guy goes, it's not you, it's me. Um, but it really wasn't. It wasn't the boys because the boys were you know, they were sensing and feeling joy around them, but I was blocking my own joy. I was forcing and pushing and trying to control, and I was blocking my joy from coming through. I think that once we recognize that all of these emotions lie within us, any emotion that you can think of, you can conjure up. And I encourage you to play with this a little bit as you're feeling force, as you're feeling that you are pushing something, pushing something to be happening, I encourage you to sit back, recognize that that's what you're doing, and then just say, you know what, I release this. I release this thought, and I am open to new, a new thought, or I'm open to a new, better feeling emotion. Or, like I said in my business, I'm open to guidance. I want to know what I can do to make my business easy and for it to flow in a way that really helps a lot of people and it becomes fun for them and easy for them while they're on their path to healing. And at the same time, it creates financial abundance for me and my family. And I can do that if I surrender. I can do that if I let go and I let joy come into my life. So as I look at my business and I can say, okay, this aspect of my business really makes me feel antsy and, and irritated actually, and I can't do it for very long. Is it something that I have to do? And my mental mind might go, oh my God, yeah, because all these marketers say you have to be all over Facebook and you have to be there from sunup till sundown and you have to answer the emails within an hour and you have to answer the messages on Facebook within 10 minutes. And if you don't, you're going to lose those people. Well, if that makes me feel anxious in that moment, then I can say I am open to new ideas. I am open to guidance coming through that can help me to find a different way to approach this. 
Same thing with your kids or your partner or your boss. You know, I don't want to feel anger or annoyed or irritated. I am open to a new way, a, a new way of looking at this. Or I'm open to some guidance as, as I go to work or as I work through this relationship challenge. I'm open to a new perspective. And once you start being open, the universe is going to send you intuitively different ideas. They're going to send you a new perspective. Now it might take you, it might take a day or two, but if you continue to recognize that you're pushing and forcing and you're allowing yourself to shift your gears a little bit, I can guarantee you, you're going to start feeling better. I can guarantee you that your mind has more power than you think it does. And I can guarantee that you're going to start feeling better minute by minute and day by day. If you like this episode, please share them with your friends and join our Facebook communities. Chakras for Beginners is an energy-based community that is highly active and growing every day. This is the sister group to our meditation business called the Meditation Room TC, where we sell products and services to begin your meditation practice. Life Mastery Decoded is a personal development group where we get together to discuss episodes, content, and share our struggles and successes. If you're focused on business and entrepreneurship, then this group is your place to join. It's called the Wealthy Woman Entrepreneur Networking Group. I created a true networking environment to share our business products, services, as well as talk about marketing and supporting one another. I look forward to hanging out with you.